Good morning. Thank you for listening to Embracing Life. I'm currently in Florida and I'm sitting outside. So if you hear some birds chirping and the waves crashing, it's my beautiful background scenery. So don't be mad at me. I know we're supposed to be getting a storm in the Northeast. So I just escaped it, (laughs) but I'll be back soon enough. Anyhow, I won't miss much of it. Anyhow, um, it's the morning after the Super Bowl, and I have to say, the topic at hand today has to do with dating and relationships, but about the Super Bowl, okay, I don't, call me what you will, but the only CBS channel I get is CBS News, and the Super Bowl was not on that station. Finding the Super Bowl on TV, it was like an hour production. And then I had to pay for it. And then honestly, I couldn't get it on the TV. So I had to get it on the computer. I had to stream it on my computer. It was so annoying. And I don't know. I don't know. I felt like somebody knew everybody knew something I didn't. But anyhow, once I got settled, I was of course waiting for Usher. I actually met him when he first came on the scene. My former spouse was in the entertainment world, so it was kind of fun. We met a lot of cool people. But he was like a polite child when I met him. He looked like a skinny little kid. (laughs) And, uh, wow, he's definitely grown up. He's so talented. Um, I loved his performance. The question is, did I or did I not look him up on StubHub to see when he's coming to Boston? Did I? (laughs) Did I purchase four tickets to see Usher in Boston in August? Mm, Maybe I did. Let's just say if anyone wants to go with me, I may have an extra (laughs) ticket. I took my kids to see Drake. It was such a fun concert in New York. Anyhow, my friends were laughing at me because they're like, I can't believe you go to that stuff. But I like it. You know, that was all the music like when I was in my 20s. I love all that stuff. Anyhow, um, I watched the Super Bowl for a while, but during it, I had two friends continually texting me about their relationships. One was breaking up, one wasn't getting enough attention and was unhappy. Just very similar situations. It had to all had to do with expectations and feeling empowered enough to leave a situation or or the relationship in general. So, you know, naturally I turned to quotes and music to help. That's just my go-to. Um, aside from good, solid advice, obviously. One of my favorite writers is Anais Nin. And I recall many times turning to her writing and her quotes for my own personal solace. In particular, when I was getting divorced, um, I remember reading her quote and I was like, yeah, this is on point here. And it's definitely helped me the most in terms of any relationship that I've thought about leaving. Um, And the quote says, the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. The day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. It's difficult to leave a relationship. It's difficult not just to leave the relationship, but what you're leaving is also the expectation of what a relationship could be like if it were the way you wanted it to be. And oftentimes I tell people that 
you're not, what are you losing? You're not losing the relationship, the person. You're losing what you thought it could be or what it would provide for you. But it never did. So it's like you're giving up on that dream. And that's sort of like your muscle memory always goes back to what it is you thought a person could turn into. And it just, you know, I've said this a hundred times, what you see is what you get. And, you know, it, it is difficult to leave a relationship, but I think it's more difficult to continually be disappointed and to want someone to change. You can't expect a fish to be a cuddly dog. And if you do, isn't that on you? Like, we have to stop expecting people to turn into something they are not and have all the qualities they never had because you desire them. A fish will never be a dog. And if your partner is aloof and cheap, for instance, they will never be warm and generous. Or if they're warm and cozy and you don't like that and you're a little bit more aloof, like, that's not who they are. So take it and be happy or neutral at least, or leave and find a dog, maybe literally. (laughs) And like find a person who has the qualities that you're looking for. Don't take somebody who isn't what, you know, if you need to be with somebody who's educated and the person you meet that's so great only has a high school education and that's going to be the bane of your existence because you have to be with somebody who has... I don't know, their PhD or whatever it is you have in mind. Don't date, you know, don't date the plumber. Leave them alone. There are plenty of women that want the plumber, you know, and vice versa. If you want a blue collar guy and you want a guy that's like, you know, just more hands on, (laughs) literally, I guess, in terms of everything, don't, don't find a banker who's like uptight and like type A if you're like loosey goosey and you want to be you know, with a laid back lifestyle, don't pick somebody who's, you know, in the fast lane or you're going to be annoyed. It's like very basic to me. I I don't understand why people go after types that are completely different from all that they desire. Now, yeah, opposites attract, but they don't hold your interest and they get really annoying. I mean, it can be fun for a little while, But, you know, when it comes time to get down to business and life and choose where you're living and have kids and, you know, truly live your life, those differences are not complimentary. They're annoying in truth. And if you're always on the same page about everything, it's just everything becomes this big discussion, difficulty, compromise. Whereas if you're with somebody who's like your best friend who's like loves what you like to do, likes to live where you want to live, wants to be in the South, wants to be in the North, wants to be in a city, then that will, you will be in sync synchronicity with somebody as opposed to, look, I want to be in a city. I'm not going to date someone who has to live in the country on eight acres, been there, done that. I'm not doing it. If that's, if that's who I meet and, and I'm crazy about them, but I have to go live in suburbia, I'm, that's a deal breaker for me. I'm not doing it. No, thanks. I don't care who it is. I don't care what he shows up with. You know, I'm not doing that. That is not going to work for my, for how I want to live my life. It does not work. And I'm not going to say, oh, I met this great guy. If I could only convince him to live in the city. No, thanks. I have no interest in trying to get anyone to do anything. 
you know, I will accept you as you are. If you want to live in the suburbs, good for you, but that's not going to be my long-term situation. No, thank you. And, and I know that, and I'm not silly enough to think, oh, we can make it work, and I'll, you know, I'll deal with it. I can move. I love him so much. He's so great that I'm going to move back to the woods. Okay, it wouldn't be three seconds. It would be about three months. In three months, I would be miserable. The blush is off the rose. The beauty of living in the woods alone of the fireplace. Okay, it's cute. But I'd be bored out of my mind. I'd be miserable. So I know that about myself. And you have to be honest with yourself. You know, you have to ask yourself. You know, the real issue is to ask yourself, would you date or marry yourself? If not, therein lies the problem. And as Mark Manson says, the only real dating advice is self-improvement. The best way to meet an incredible person is to become an incredible person. I sign on to that. Work on yourself and improve any areas in your life that are in need of tweaking. Be honest with yourself. Identify the areas in your life, in yourself, that added to the difficulty in any past or current relationship and fix them. Everything is fixable if you desire. Everything is fixable. If your relationship issues, actually your relationship issues may have zero to do with others and everything to do with you. Take responsibility for that. Make the changes necessary to attract the type of person you desire and start manifesting that person into your life. It can be done. My masterclass on manifestation will soon be out and I'll let you know when it is. It will give you the tools and energy you need to attract exactly the type of person you desire. If you follow my word, my classes and do the work, you will soon see that you're attracting a different type of person. The work must be done for change though. If you want it bad enough, you have to put the energy into it. You reap what you sow and you attract exactly what you are and what you desire and what you speak about and what you write about. That becomes a reality. So you have to be very mindful of those things and I can truly show you how to do it. Um, so stay tuned. I'm, I'm actually here doing a lot of work on, on my courses and um, look forward to sharing them with you once they're ready for launch. Um, so I hope everybody has a nice day. I know everybody's probably recovering from uh, the Super Bowl, but I hope I hope everybody has a great day. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>